Once in a fortnight. I eat the crust. I do. Um, I also leave reviews on podcasts that I like. You should do the same. Find us in the iTunes store or wherever you listen to podcasts. Go ahead, click the old five star. Do me a favor, do that. Also, now that you're here, find us on Twitter at Pilsner Podcast. I am your host, Tim. I am at T. Hillisheim. My co-host Corey will be here soon. He is at Corey Jensen. Go ahead and follow the network we're on, at OIFN Pod. And rumor is, we are on Facebook now. I'm not on Facebook, but I think we are. So we'll talk about that later. Make sure you get the right address on there. And check out our website, uh, www. Which is, www is actually... That's more decibels than saying World Wide Web. And that's what it stands for. I think you're supposed to, sh- whatever. Uh, PilsnerPodcast.com. Uh, enjoy the show, everyone. Yeah, one last thing before we go ahead and go full-blown into the show. I am fully aware that I just said decibels when I should have been saying syllables. That was going to bother me that I sounded stupid, so I had to let you know. Okay, enjoy the show, for real, this time. Let's go suck some toes. You know, this lady was 90, and she'd be down on her knees. That's like your fucking Christmas. Feel the rhythm. Feel the rhyme. Get on up. Podcast. By the river? Kinda. <laughs> we all kinda do. <laughs> London this week, gotta wake up early. Yeah, 8.30 game. Yeah, I might wake up super early and tailgate, I haven't decided. Yeah, it's kinda what I was thinking. I, I told my wife that uh, I'll get up, 7.30, get a good breakfast in me, game will get over just in time for nap time. Right, perfect. Perfect. <laughs> I gotta work on a little bit of schoolwork this weekend, but... Uh, I'll definitely be fitting a nap in if I'm waking up that early on a Sunday. <laughs> hey, um, yeah, that's going to be fun. Should we talk about bikes right away? Or Sure. Okay. Um, 
play the Browns, so might be no reason to wake up. <laughs> might be a uh, oh that echoed. Might be a uh, a game where they get caught off guard, though. You think so? Might be a trap game. Sandejo is not there. I like that he's not appealing his suspension because it's like it's the Browns. It's bud. the Browns. Stay home. Is that going to make a big difference at all? Sandejo being out? Yeah. I don't think so. Because I think. I like know. you said, not against the Browns. Right. I, I think we got this, honestly. I mean, I would. I. I think. I think everybody would expect us to say, "Yeah, we're going to beat the Browns," but. Man, it's the Vikings. I can also see it being a trap game where they go over there and uh-huh. and just everything goes wrong just because it's the Vikings. Do you think? I'd say the same thing if the Twins were going over there, you know. Yeah. Oh, that'd be cool, baseball over there. Uh, they would hate it. They, the UK hates baseball. <laughs> well, they yeah. We force football on them, so. Yeah. Um, Maybe next it, year we'll be big enough that we can go, or the next time the Vikings go over there, we can go and do the show from, yeah. from London. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> we could just go and do it. <laughs> Sit on a bench and talk into my phone. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, do you think it's going to be as boring as last week where, like, the first half was just no offense? The only scores that were happening were field goals. It was so boring to watch. And then eventually we just, like, wore down Baltimore's defense and rolled over. Well, let me tell you about last week's game. Didn't see it. But it's the Brown. Okay. <laughs> really? Yeah, it wasn't one to watch. So It was not that good. So last weekend, Colton and I had our tickets to... Oh, Tables, to Ladders, the, and Chairs. To the Tables, Ladders, and Chairs Jeez. event at the, at, the, <laughs> at the newly remodeled uh, Target Center. It was the second event held since the Target Center reopened after the remodel. Place was fantastic. Like... Obviously, because it was virtually new. They they kept the skeleton of the building and everything else was new. It's like my house. Yeah, right. So, I mean... It's sweet. You, I, Nothing looked familiar to me. Right. Um, you know, obviously, once you got inside in the bowl, it's like, oh, yeah, it's basically the same, but it's all new seats, all new everything, but, like, the lobby areas and everything was all was new. Um, but anyway, so we were driving up to that. We left, like, 1230, and I was going to put the Vikings game on, but... Uh, but uh, Colton wanted to listen to a wrestling podcast while we were on the way up there. And I'm like, well, the Vikings are on. Headphones, dude. Well, I wanted to listen to it, too. Yeah. I had purpose. It's one that both him and I listened to. And it, it it's actually a off. It's not. I shouldn't even call it. It's, it's terrestrial radio, basically, because it's a it's a daily show that's on on Sirius Monday through Friday. It's a two hour show that talks about professional wrestling. And uh, I purposely didn't listen to Friday's episode because I'm like, oh, we'll listen to it on the way up. Well, then it's like, well, shit, we're going to be driving up during the Vikings game. So he, but Colton convinced me that this is going to be a boring game. So I'm like, yeah, you're right. So we, we, we listened to that instead and then caught the last, uh, we did listen to the, well, the last half of the third quarter and the whole fourth quarter then. Um, so yeah. I missed the boring parts. Yeah, you did. I mean, it, it was terrible. It was such a slow start. I was at a kid's birthday party watching it on my phone, just off in the corner by myself. <laughs> Nobody wanted to watch. <laughs> you look like the creeper. Yeah, I was just hand in my head, you know, just like. <laughs> and uh, whose whose child was this? Uh, Wife's side of the family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not even sure. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah, um, yeah. Good spaghetti though. Good spaghetti. Great. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> So, it, was a, it was a cat-themed birthday party. Awesome. Those are always fun. Kittens, cats. Um, I do expect this game to be... I, I mean, honestly, I expect the Vikings to go out and, and roll. 
but you know, I wouldn't be surprised that just because they're the Vikings, they're going to go over there and lay an egg and lose. Yeah, I could see that happening, but also the did you know about the Mike Zimmer's making them just like as soon as to not screw up their sleep patterns and not get jet lag. Did you see what he was doing? Like yeah, they're like keeping to the pretending to like the Central Standard Time schedule. Right. Yeah. That's weird. Like what would they have to go to bed at like four in the afternoon or something? I have no idea how that what the difference is over there. Yeah, I heard that like they got off the plane this morning and went straight to practice. It must have ugh. Do you know how much it sucks sleeping on an airplane? Can you imagine if you're an NFL size? Yeah, player? right. If you're like six six and like three hundred pounds, yeah, it would be awful. <laughs> yeah. So Yeah, good talk. Oh yeah, I thought you had something there. I, was <laughs> I did too, to but I lost it. Um I mean we'd uh, I expect Keenum to play quarterback. I guess he's questionable. That's I don't like that it he's holding it like obviously he's it's gonna be Keenum. Right. I think. I I agree. There's no point in trying to play like the screen that we're bringing Teddy with too. It's like, well, you're not going to play Teddy, right? I I think that if for whatever reason Case Keenum can't go, do you go with Slaughter, or would you go with Teddy? I wouldn't go with Teddy. Yeah, I don't think I would it's either. Not a good, not a good first game back situation. Yeah, London. I mean, it. I don't know. It would make him look really bad, and if we're trying to, you know, ship him off or whatever, which we might be, you don't want to show him off on this game. Mm-hmm. But do you want to show him off against the Browns? Against the Browns' defense? I don't know. I just really hope we don't have to see him play. I, 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 agree. I don't know what to say. I, I don't want to see Teddy play this week. I agree. I agree. Maybe at the end of the year, if if we've tanked or, you know, we suck and – which you were going to change your record prediction again for like the fifth time because we're squeaking them out. It's crazy. Didn't we won like three in a row? Something like that. For my prediction to be right, they'd have to lose out. <laughs> so I think you have to change your prediction. Yeah, I'm. Uh... So let's see. Let's look at what they got left for a schedule here. Now that now that they've got a few games under their belt, the Minnesota Vikings of Anaheim. I always love that one. <laughs> Have a remaining schedule of They're all in suspense. Uh, we've got the Browns obviously this weekend. I would say that's a win. I would too. So hey, you want to do this? That'll put put them at six and two. Um, the following week they had they go to Washington. I mean, I feel like that's a win. I do, yeah. So that's seven and two, and they got the Rams. The Rams are better Rams than expected. Home. It's at home. Let's though. call that a loss, just to yeah. So that's seven and three. Everybody must think that must be a loss. I got a group on offer for that game. And then they go to the Lions. That's a loss. Oh, yeah. So that's 7-4. and four. And they got the Falcons. That's a loss. That's 7-5. and five. And they've got the Panthers, and it depends upon which Cam Newton yeah. shows up. I'll say that's a win. It's at Carolina. I'm going to call that a loss. That's 7-6. and six. Then we got the Bengals. I'd call that a win. 
So that's eight and six. And then they've got the Packers. Now, do you think they have it together by then? Do they have a new quarterback by then? Best best case scenario, that's like the first game, or that'd be the second game back for Rodgers, best case scenario. He's not coming back. I thought he was out for... Well, technically he's out eight weeks out would put him at uh, week 15. He'd want to come back for that game, too, so bad. Right. Oh. And that's at Lambeau. I wonder, do they have the time on that one? And that's probably going to get bumped up to, like, Sunday night if he comes that back. That is the Sunday night game already. Okay. Um, I'm excited for that one. I mean, just, just for argument's sake, let's call that a loss. Okay. You know, we're And then look at final week is the Bears come to Minneapolis. Easy win. That's a win. So... You know, we had a couple iffies, and we marked both of them losses. I got 10 and 6 because I had one more than you. You had one more, but I, you know, I'm just saying worst-case scenario, I think this team can end up 9 and 7 now. Maybe, is you know, we had a couple iffy ones in there. I mean, if if Aaron Rodgers doesn't play in that Packer game and it's Hundley, D.L. DL Hugley, <laughs> Hugley, uh, <laughs> and the Panthers game, I mean, both of them are winnable games that we called losses just for – the benefit of the doubt, um, you know. So nine and seven, eleven and five, I'm, you know, ten and six isn't unrealistic, I guess. Division leading too. I don't know why are we picking them to win against the Lions. Aren't they starting to fall apart a little bit? Mm, I don't believe so. I mean, they're three and three, so it's not like I mean they are two games behind us. But feels like it's been going on. Forever I guess. And I guess the only reason I picked them to lose that game. Okay, so say say they win two out of them three. You know, we gave them a win on that one, but let's just say they win two out of them three kind of iffy games. You know, that puts us at, puts us at roughly ten and six. Say, um, that's a good year. Though. I mean, going to going to Detroit against the Lions, Matt Stafford. I mean, granted, we got probably the best defense in the league, but I mean, right now, if the playoffs started today, they'd be the number two seed in the NFC. The Vikings. Followed, I'm, I'm down. followed by the Rams. Can we do that? Is there a way to do that? I'm down. Let's let's just make that happen. <laughs> let me let me let me call my friend Roger. Let me make a call. He he was in Minneapolis a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I know. We hung out. <laughs> he got he was on video with and some Todd just goes up. Roger, what are Saturdays for? What? What are Saturdays for? I, I don't know. I don't understand. <laughs> he did he not, didn't get it. No. He's like, all right, see you later, Roger. <laughs> it was like the biggest bar stool fail ever. <laughs> I hate that whole Saturdays are for the bros thing. Huh? It's funny when eh. you get weird people to say it, like people you, get, you wouldn't expect. Right, like Bill right. Nye. But I hate the people that actually live that lifestyle. Oh, yeah. You know, the Todds of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as we're talking Vikings, do you want to do our picks segment right away? Yeah, we can do that. Get it out of the way. Let's talk about last week for just a minute. Yeah. Uh, I came out victorious for the one. How many weeks have we not been betting cash? This would be your uh, let's see so third I, win, I think. So you lost. You lost the first week that we didn't do cash because you had to drink the. Yeah, I think this was. We started on week two. I think was the deal. I gotta go back and check. Yeah, I, I owe remember. you thirty dollars, and we just did the seventh week, and I'm like, well, yeah, 
So we did, but anyway, I won one. Of the so you won. Ones. So you've won three in a row because I had to watch mm-hmm. the Korean television, White Nights, which was great. <laughs> um, got one episode left in season one. Bull. <laughs> no, that's not true. Um, and then I have to still watch Geostorm, which you, time's running out. Well, on theaters, I mean that, I, that I, movie is tanking hard. They're pulling it. I fast. get, I get it, but that's like a five-hour commitment, and finding for me to find five free hours during the week is not an easy thing to do. So I've got a proposal to get out of that, but then. Then I lost this week, and we didn't talk about it on the air, but we made the bet after and agreed to it via Twitter. And text, I think. And text, so yeah. it is official that uh, because I lost last week, I have to wax one leg. On air. On I just air. wish we would have done this when it was warmer. Um, <laughs> fair. Shorts? That'd be, I probably wouldn't have wore shorts regardless. <laughs> I probably would have just done both legs then. I wear shorts every day and this, like when it's warm out. Like I, Last week, I stopped wearing shorts. Yeah. <laughs> I just stopped wearing shorts last week also. I almost wore shorts tonight, but that wind is cold out there tonight. Yeah. So, so yeah, so I got uh, my wife is going to pick up some items to <laughs> for leg shade or leg waxing and and uh How ma- savage was Megan's idea by the way when I said what should we bet on and what she came up with? I don't remember what she came up with. Go to Menards. Oh, so go to Menards and and find the store manager and ask them where the tampons are at. I would never do that, and I would not want you to do that either. <laughs> I mean, if it's 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 like on a dare sort of thing, it's but not, it's you know. Menards. Yeah, I get you. <laughs> That'd be like me buying my insurance at Progressive. Cheers, Flo. <laughs> yeah, cheers, Flo. Um, so yeah, so my wife is gonna wax my leg <laughs> next week. Um. Could be interesting. Gonna cut that one up too. <laughs> <laughs> it could be interesting. I'm not so worried about from the knee down, but uh, yeah. I think we're gonna be very underwhelmed by it. By the leg waxing? Yeah, like I can, I can take a lot of pain when it comes to that stuff. Like you know, like when I get shots, needles don't. Yeah, me. I think it'll be more of like good. Good radio for me screaming into the microphone here. And I there. don't think you. I think you're just gonna go ow. Like yeah, that's it. It's uh, not may, gonna be maybe. So I got an offer for you to get out of having to go take five hours of my life to watch Geostorm. Is there wax involved? No, I'm no. probably not interested. But go ahead, you have the floor. All right. So you owe me thirty dollars. Correct. I'll let you keep your thirty dollars. Okay. And. I will watch any movie on Netflix or Hulu, whatever, something I can watch at home of your choosing. Done. Whether it's, you know, the emoji movie. Done. Or, or whatever. You're probably going to, it'll probably be behind a paywall when I think of it, but yeah, I, I really got to think about this. Okay. You'll get a text in the next and couple days. No porn. Oh, I know what you mean. I know. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of no porn, hey, speak- I got a net neutrality thing I want to bring up later in the show. Don't okay. let me forget. Okay, but as long as we're talking movies, have you ever seen The Room? Oh, the one that... No, I haven't. Oh, you I, haven't. I know okay. what you're talking about. Tonight I was watching... I had heard about it, you I know, in the it, past. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. Do you get access, like AXS, the channel I on think your... so. So, like, one, used of my, to. one of my favorite shows on that channel is Nothing But Trailers. Really? <laughs> If there's like absolutely nothing else on, I'll flip that on and like watch it for 20 minutes until, you know, if it's like 6:40. Yeah. 
and there's nothing on, I'll turn that on for 20 minutes until 7 o'clock and, you know, when the show is changeover or whatever. Anyway, so I saw a trailer for... Seth Rogen and James Franco's making of... The, making of The Room. The mockumentary. So then I... And, like, the scene that they were, like, showing in the movie that they were trying to do over and over for the trailer was the, oh, hi, Mark. I did not. I did not hit her. <laughs> I did not hit her. Oh, hi, Mark. Yeah. Um, so then I... <laughs> he walks in. <laughs> They're rolling, and a guy just walks in, like, a staff member or something. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> so then I uh, went on YouTube and started watching, like, parts of it. So I, and that made me think that knowing that you're a movie buff, I thought maybe you had seen it. No, it... Uh, I might go to one of those, um, you know, they do screenings. They take it on the road. I well, might. Be there's a, there's, I, I'm going to see it before I see the Seth Rogen movie. There's a theater in the cities that play, airs it like every Friday night at like 11 o'clock. Oh, I think I know which one you're talking about. And uh, we talked about my wife and I and, and the Jababis. Uh, Is it on Hennepin? It's like a single screen theater. Possibly. I, think, I guess I couldn't tell you which one. Or, fuck they, I, I was looking. I bothers me i can't remember the name they were playing tangerine like last summer okay i was across the street from a mcdonald's looking at the marquee nice <laughs> one of those window seats at mcdonald's where it's like up a high top oh yeah single seaters i had so much time to kill i don't remember megan was doing something so i just typed in mcdonald's and i picked the furthest one away <laughs> we were in like a suburb and i went all the way into minneapolis just to go kill some time at mcdonald's and walked around the neighborhood realized it's not really a nice place this is not a place i want to be and i left yeah <laughs> but yeah i was looking i'm like oh that's where that place is that i don't theater. i don't get uh, nervous in neighborhoods too often but i've had a couple times where um like that one in the one tree hill place even that one didn't i mean that was a little like shady but i mean it was broad daylight so i was like not overly worried um until the lady started screaming at me and i thought what the fuck? <laughs> um i've been in like some uh, a major city in nebraska that uh is, you might know of um i think uh peyton manning likes the town i heard they make good steaks there too he's in my notes Okay. Anyway, so I was in this town in Nebraska and uh, got into a, a neighborhood, and it was like 4 o'clock in the afternoon, and that was one of them where I like drove around the block a couple times, and I was like, F this. I am not. <laughs> I'm just going to assume this guy's got hail damage. No, I, I I didn't do that. But, I mean, I just kind of circled. I'm like, eh, I'm not doing this one. When he said hail damage, I was like picturing I got fat guy's butt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Something like that. So, oh, yeah. Well, let's talk about these NFL games this week. All right. Hang on. Uh, so we're going to talk about these NFL games. Let's skip over the Vikings and the Browns for now. We've kind of talked about it um, briefly, but uh, Raiders take on the Bills. Well, anyway, we should cover that we – of course, talked about last week. You won the picks again. Uh, you had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Who won Monday night? Games right. And I had eight games right. Uh, Monday night, we all picked the Eagles, so I guess you had ten games right, and I had nine games right. Okay. Um, so if we go into this week, we got the Raiders uh, taking on the Bills. What is our bet this week? Have we made anything? No. Do you have any ideas? 
mm, we can we can sort that out. We, can, we, we can, gotta think during the week and have something we, made up. We can sort that out. If any of you uh, wonderful listeners have ideas on uh, a bet, uh, we'll take recommendations because obviously we've got about a uh, few more weeks of this. If we go into the playoffs, we've got ten, twelve weeks of this left. So we'll gladly take recommendations uh, on on payoffs on these bets. Um, so shoot them at us. Uh, find our Twitter handles out there and uh, let us know. Or just shoot at uh, at Pilsner Podcast and and uh, tell us what you think. Um, Raiders at the Bills. You're thinking awfully hard over there, Tim. Yeah, is Cooper going to have an amazing game again? Or are we done with that because he already had one? He scored two touchdowns and had a shitload of yards last week. 220 yards, yeah, it was... Damn near, damn near cost me a loss or cost me a win in fantasy last week. I thanks to that output from him, and then I was down like forty five points going into Monday night, and I had Carson Wentz and, oh, and Zach Ertz going. Nice, and I ended up winning by three points. Wentz had so, a monster game too. So I got a big matchup in fantasy this week. We gotta talk fantasy later. Yeah, I have some questions about how you run your league. You don't like it. Nope, just one question. Oh, okay. Anyway, uh, Raiders and Bills. Uh, Raiders are three and four. Bills are four and. Two. Is that right? The Bills are four and two, huh? I have Tyrod Taylor playing. That's why I'm con- on a different league. I'm like, mm, I'll take the Bills. Um. God, but the Raiders just might have had that momentum started. I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Raiders. I'll take the Bills. The Colts. Uh, of Indianapolis travel to Cincinnati. Take on the Bengals. I'll take the Bengals, sir. Yeah, I think I will too. Uh, Patriots and the Chargers. That's at at uh, at uh, New England. Yeah, I'll take New England. Uh, Bears and the Saints. Saints. This is going to be one of them weeks where we both pick everything nearly identical because I, too, am taking the Saints. Falcons at the Jets. I'm going to take the Falcons. Oh, yeah. And I'm assuming that we're both going to take the Eagles over the 49ers. Absolutely. We might differ on this next one. Uh, Panthers at the Bucks. I will take the Bucks. Hey, what are you looking at there? Records. <laughs> Just shoot from the hip like me. <laughs> I jeez. I'll take the Panthers. Texans and the Seahawks. Seahawks, please. Same here. And Cowboys and Redskins. Cowboys are the visiting team. I will take the Cowboys. Zeke still playing, I assume? Yep. Okay, then yeah. Uh, Steelers travel to Detroit to take on the Lions. I don't even know what to pick with the Steelers anymore. They've been... Right. I mean, they're 5-2, and two, but they've lost to some terrible teams. 
Um, I'm going to pick them. I'm going to pick the Steelers. Lions are 3-3. Three and three. They're the home team. You know what? The roar's been restored. It's happening this week. Uh, Monday Night Football. The Broncos at the Chiefs. Oh, boy. That's a really good game. It should be a good game. Um, Chiefs are the home team, and I'm going to take them. Yeah, I'll take the Chiefs, too. All right. And are you picking the Browns to beat the Vikings? No. Okay, then we're both taking the Vikings. So we've got uh, one, two, three, four games that we picked differently. Let's see how it turns out this week. Um, for those of you interested, it's the Raiders and the Bills, the Panthers and the Bucks, Steelers and Lions. That's it. I guess we only took three games different. Corey can't count. <laughs> so if you've got an idea on a bet that you want us to do to pay this off, uh, shoot it at us. And uh, as long as it doesn't include anything super stupid or dangerous or oh, super stupid, I'm down with super. Yeah, I'm okay with stupid. I'm just not down with dangerous or illegal. Tim's Tim's iffy on both of those, so <laughs> feel free to suggest. All right, um, let's take five and then uh, do the beer segment. Cool. You said keep it London theme. George Michael. I, I got you. Okay, uh, he is from London. I got you. Hey, you know how um, before we do this, you um, sometimes you go on Facebook Live. Yep. I have figured out how to plug all this, what you're hearing right now, into an iPad, and we can live stream on Facebook or YouTube or... Or well, that'd be great, but then, then people they, listen to the live stream and then they don't download. Yeah, but just having a YouTube presence in itself. Yeah, I gotcha. That would help grow because it's a much more people on YouTube than there are on podcasts. Fair enough. So like you could set it in the corner and they would hear all of this. Yeah. Just a cable dragged over to. That's it. what Chad Peterson's been wanting us to do. Every time I do the live stream, he's like, "Just do it live all night." <laughs> I am curious to see what would happen if we did that. We could try it sometime. I'm I'm totally down for that. Week 12? Oh, we having technical difficulties? We're going to cut the mics, folks. Enjoy the song. That was almost catastrophic. It almost was. No way. Megan Big had 
Careless Whisper was on this album too. I know what record I'm putting on my Christmas list. Sorry, I was sending a tweet out to our uh, our listeners. What are we drinking tonight, Cor? Tonight we are drinking uh, from the Castle Danger Brewing Company in Two Harbors, Minnesota, Castle Cream Ale. Uh, let's do the traditional can read. It is Castle Cream Ale was created while sitting around the kitchen table during our startup days and the need for a sessionable, be- sessionable beer became clear. Castle Cream is our version of a cream ale, deep golden colored as a soft multi soft multi aroma, slightly sweet creamy texture with a balanced bitterness while finishing smooth and clean. Cheers. I did not add the cheers. That's on the can. Um, five point five. It looks like a soda can, like it, Barks Root Beer. It style. does. I Art. thought it was gonna be like maybe like a cream soda, but uh, it doesn't have the IBUs on here, so I don't. Five point five. I think couldn't tell you that. Well, five point five is the alcohol content. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. Use IBU. Now. So I'll pass one over here to you and. Let's uh let's pour it. All right. Looking good. Sounding good. Smelling good. That's what I say to myself every morning before I leave. <laughs> yeah, I give myself a look in the mirror. I like the color. It's uh, it is it is a pretty dark beer for for being a session it's beer. Kind of like a blood orange look. Yeah. So let's give her a whirl, huh? Let's do it. I can see what they're doing there. Yeah, I really like that. That is, um, it's got the smoothness that I would normally expect out of like a, out of a uh, stout. It's just, I don't know. It's missing that like crispy hop right at the end when you're done. Well, yeah, I, I yeah, because it's flatter. Well, that's that's the quote unquote creaminess that you're getting though. Smoother. I see what they're going for. I, I see why people could like this. <laughs> oh yeah, I like it. I could I could drink that. Um, I dig the can design. That's always a plus for me. I'm I, I like seventies looking. Yeah. Um, I mean that's that's what caught my attention when I was looking at it in the liquor store was the was the can design. Um, I like the gold. I like the color. I like the smell. I like the taste. Aftertaste is good too. Um, I'm gonna give this a solid seven point nine. Nice, nice. I'll give it a seven. You don't like so much. I mean, it's better than you've rated some, but yeah, I don't hate it. Okay, it's just 
It's not for me, but I wouldn't be offended if somebody said, do you want a beer? And they handed me this. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's, and that's just it. Is I mean, I don't know if I would go out and buy this and then keep it in my fridge. No offense, Castle Danger. Boy, we keep ripping on these breweries. No wonder none of them retweet our stuff. Um, <clears throat> I love it. I definitely stock my you fridge with it, and it's the only beer I'll drink until next week. The uh, Okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> when you're not drinking during the week or taking the week off or what, till next Thursday? No, okay. Um, no, I just really love this beer, Tim. No, um, I think one of the reasons is we should do, you know, like we never, we struggle with saying good things about beers because they're all new to us. And it's like sometimes beer you don't like at first really grows on you. Like that's how I was with uh, Sir Lee's Furious. I hated it at first and now it's it's really good. The hell was that? I don't know. Um I don't know where I was going with that. I had a good thought. I was about to turn that around. My stuttering there. Oh, we should review or bring up, share with people. We drink a regular beer every week that we both like. And say good things about that. Like, I always had that inside trollway that I love. Yeah. I had that, you know, stuff like that. It's We're not reviewing those because we already know what they're like. And because they're already, fa- we know they're fantastic. And they're great. Like... Do you want to do another sample tonight? We could do a double sample. You could have kicked the can. Sure, I'm game for that. All right, we'll do that. I've had that already. Um, I think you're going to like it. And that's what I'll get next. Um, yeah. I go seven, you go seven, nine. Write it down. And it's official. Okay. So, I wrote a bunch of shit down tonight. Did you have a lot of stuff you wanted to get to? Nope. None I'm, of mine's super important, but I do have one weird neither question. Neither is, I mean, I mean, yeah, let's go. I got, like, I got a good story that I was going to tell last week that I forgot because I really need to tell you the story of the hotel um, and, and what we saw. Oh, and we need to talk about the party from last weekend. Oh, yeah. Okay, I wrote those two things down. All right, we'll get to them. Um, okay, so... I have a question to you. Where would you rank top quarterbacks between who's better between Brett Favre and Peyton Manning? Just career-wise, who would you say is all-time like more known, better player? Between who? Brett Favre and Peyton Manning. That is a very good question. Peyton won two Super Bowls. I couldn't tell you anybody's stats. I think it was two, and I think he has four. I don't know why I'm saying that, but it sounds right. Aaron Rodgers didn't win four. Brett Favre. Brett Favre didn't win four Super Bowls. Okay. He didn't? That's fine. No. Um, honestly, I would probably have to say I would, I would go with Peyton Manning. Okay. Is it close? Like, I, are they in the same conversation? Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. Like, you could make arguments for both. So, my question is, Brett Favre retires, and he does commercials for an off-brand knee brace and an off-brand razor company, whereas, and they're on, like, late night on ESPN, and Peyton Manning is primetime with Papa John's and Nationwide. Why is Brett Favre not getting paid the same He's as well-known and the same of a face as, 
you know, he's he's been away from the game like maybe two years longer, three years longer than Peyton. Mm, I think that's more of a personal choice. He doesn't like money. I mean, he's doing he's doing like Walmart compared to Target commercials. You know, he's doing this commercial for like this slim blade razor with a laser pointer in it. It's not Gillette. It's like order only on TV. Oh, that way, yeah. And he's doing this weird knee brace where he talks about how like like with the copper in it or something like that. Yeah, I'm like why is nobody paying him? Why is Ford not being like, dude, do a ra- or do a pickup commercial with us? Well, and he did Wranglers for the longest time. Um, I don't know. Maybe because Brett Favre doesn't have as good of agent to find him the deals. Yeah. I, I mean, the reason Peyton Manning is doing Papa Murphy's commercials is because Papa he... Papa John's because he owns... Or Papa, yeah, John, yeah. Papa John's is because he owns like 78 Papa John's restaurants himself. Which, by the way, we just we had Papa John's here a couple weeks ago. I, we, this is a, so stupid. We bought it. Uh, ordered it online from the res, so it's a half hour away. I drove and I picked it up, and I was so hungry, but I had extra sauce and extra cheese. So I'm like, it's going to be too messy to eat in the car. So then I drove into Redwood and got McDonald's drive-thru for the way home. (laughs) And that is why you struggle with the weight loss. (laughs) I was so hungry. I was like, I can't make it home with that smelly pizza. Oh, God. See, I wasn't sure if I, I'm like, I probably told him this last weekend when we were really drunk at the bar, but I can't remember. I'm going to go for it. No, you didn't tell me that, but, but <laughs> yeah. I can, re- so there were times like, so like this summer I was really kind of watching what I ate and trying to, you know, not let my waistline expand too much, but there was a couple times where I, like, I had a baseball game in, in uh, Jordan, I believe it was. Yeah, because then I drove through the McDonald's in Jordan when I was leaving, had the hour and a half drive home, and I went through the McDonald's drive-thru, and it was like two double cheeseburgers, 10-piece chicken nugget, fries, chocolate shake, two cookies, and a pot. Because I was like, I earned that tonight by running my you know? And you just just think, yeah, this is why I'm fat, because I eat like this sometimes. Yeah. They, um... That Jordan drive-thru that you're talking about, that McDonald's one, they got rid of that Burger King and just expanded the gas station, yep, the holiday one. they did. But they just added a Taco Bell across the street. What? It should be open very soon. We just drove by it. It was, like, coming soon, and you could see it was almost done. Where across the street? Like, on the, same side, the, street, of one, on the same side of 169? No, on the same side as McDonald's in that little off area, across the street from 169 Liquors. Oh, okay. Right there. It's a brand-new building. Nice. Yeah, it's a big purple building, and it's, like... We do breakfast, and that was the sign. It was Taco Bell, we do breakfast. Huge sign, and I go, I can look, look. She goes, what, there's breakfast? I'm like, you don't get it. It's a Taco Bell. <laughs> I'm like, we got a second option finally. Because I've had McDonald's menu, like, over and over again. Like, I'm yeah. Because it's around here so much. Right, and that's like, if you're leaving the metro, um, once you get kind of outside of that 494 loop like you're waiting until you get to jordan or you're waiting until you get to you know if you're taking 212 out you're waiting until you get to to norwood young america mm-hmm. and then even then it's it's mcdonald's and subway and dairy queen and that sort of stuff that we have all around here and a quick trip quick right. trip i um uh, i was coming back from the cities on tuesday 
and uh, just dealt with. I wanted to, I, to be honest, I wanted Chick Fil A, but uh, the four ninety oh, the four ninety four <laughs> traffic was just awful. So I, and I was in the far left lane, and I'm like, I'm not gonna try and get over, get on the exit, get off, go through the drive through, and then try to get back on this mess if I'm in the far left lane and going at a decent. You know, mm-hmm. I'm just going to go. So then I waited till I got, in, you know, and ended up stopping at, at McDonald's once I got out of the Metro. And it was the same shit that we have all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wasn't, I was burping off mic. That's fine. <laughs> I wasn't stretching neck to watch TV. <laughs> Check that play out. Um, yeah. What's your, um, what's your favorite fast food restaurant? My favorite fast food restaurant are we talking just the ones that we actually have around here? Or no, just like it's a huge deal if you get to go there, even if it is McDonald's. Like you love it. Uh, All time. Well, in and out. In and out. I've never had. It's. I'll get there someday. Yeah. I, I can't wait to try that. Um, Whataburger was amazing. Overrated. I love a Whataburger. Oh, I did not. I was in Texas and ate it like three times in a week. Okay. And I was like on a family vacation. Okay. So it was I couldn't drive yet. Yep. Yeah. I I somehow convinced like Dan to be like, all right, we're going back to Waterburger. Just don't tell mom. You know, drive through situation. I I only had it once, and maybe that was a bad, but it was so bad that I like didn't go back. It's extra greasy. And this this wasn't that. It was just like the flavor or something wasn't wasn't right. It's kind of like um. We have we finally got Sonic up here for after them advertising on regional twins broadcasts yeah. you know, for so many years and not having one that I had it and I was like no big deal but then I had it in Florida and I'm like oh it's so much better here right it's and the, weird how that works the Whataburger that I had was in I think in New Mexico okay and just you know and it was it was too bad because it was close to my hotel and so I went through the one night and it was just like ah eh, it wasn't good. I've had Jack in the Box. That wasn't that was okay. I like Jack in the Box. Um, an underrated fast food chicken place is Bojangles. Never heard of it. If you ever get to the southeast, you know Nashville, North Carolina, that area of the country, uh, Bojangles has some has some good food. I've never heard of it. I want to try Del Taco. There was a Del Taco, in is that what was in Marshall briefly? I don't know. I don't. I would doubt it because I would road trip for that. I'm pretty on top of new things coming in our area, you know, as far as fast food and like you know movies, theaters, and stuff. <laughs> no, that's not. I have been to a Del Taco though. I have not. Um, it looks, looks pretty amazing. good. I've been on their website. Everything looks great. Um, yeah. So I mean, with my line of work, getting to travel around, I have seen some regional fast food restaurants and i would say that by far in and out burger was yeah was my favorite um when i was in arizona um for two weeks i think i went to in and out burger like four times in those two weeks <laughs> yeah i would too i mean it sounds like it's the best place ever yeah i dig taco bell arby's and wendy's they're all tied for first <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Arby, yeah. Arby's was a, is a was a new addition. They've just recently come up with their ad campaign as being we have the meats. I'm like, I'll check them out. They redid their menu, and I'm like, everything here is amazing. Like the roast beef was always good. Beef and cheddar was always good. Yeah. But then they added the sliders and the chickens and the like Italian foods and everything is cool. Those things are good. I'm not a fan of curly fries in general. So 
I don't need fries at all. Not at all. Never. I do like their potato cakes, though. Okay. And in the last couple of years, I've come to realize that instead of going barbecue sauce at Arby's or Arby's sauce in general, you go with the horsey sauce. Yeah. Uh, World of difference. I know. I know what you're saying. Yeah. Not into it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you yep. had something to say about a hotel? Oh, I was going to tell you. So I wanted, to, I wanted to tell this story last week, and we kind of got sidetracked, but uh, we went to Mr. G's wedding two weeks ago. Okay, yeah. Um, beautiful, beautiful wedding. It was rainy. The The entire wedding from beginning to end was outside. But with what they were going for, um, other than the weather, everything was fantastic. The food was phenomenal. Um, the ceremony was, was great. They actually had a friend of theirs that got ordained just to do their wedding. And I, like, saw him, and I didn't realize this. So I'm like, hey, good job. You know, he's like, yeah, I might start doing this full time. I'm like, well, you're not a pastor or anything. He's like, no, I sell insurance. And so he just went and got ordained online. And Aren't you ordained? No, but you are, right? Yeah. Or you were at one time. I am. Um, I think I, I bet over a decade's past. I did that when I was in high school. Oh, jeez. Young high school. Um, Church of Spiritual Humanism. Okay, I got gotcha. you. But uh, so this wedding was in uh, was in Faribault, and when I went online like two three weeks before the wedding, well, no, 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 I shouldn't say two three weeks, two three months before the wedding. Say two months before the wedding, uh, Google hotels in Faribault, and there was like three of them that came up. Two of or one of them, like the nice one in town was booked. Um, Come to find out that there was like, later on, that there was like five weddings in town that weekend. Okay. Um, so the other two were, um, like one was rated like 7.1 out of 10, and the other one was rated like 6.1 out of 10. So obviously I was taking the 7.1 out of 10. America's Best Value Inn. And we we shared this, this hotel room with the Jababis, which Jacoby, who was here, and his significant other, Bobby, we call them as a group, the Jababis, kind of like Benifer. Um, so we we, we, we drive to Faribault. It's been a while since I've heard of Benifer. <laughs> and uh, we pull up to this hotel, and it's connected to a Super America. And, and a family diner. Like, that's what it was called, the family diner. The hotel was part of a truck stop. <laughs> Um, definitely pay by the hour. I didn't ask, but I probably could have. Um, I, that was what I, I, I told my wife and I told Bobby and Jacoby, I said, there's definitely been some Craigslist casual encounters going on in this hotel room. <laughs> um, so we got inside. So like from the outside, we pulled up and, and Chrissy's jaw just hit the floor. She was like, Oh my God, what is this? She's like, and I'm like, from the outside, it just looks super sketchy. So I'm like, do you want to just eat? To tell you, the room cost 80 bucks, you know? So it's not like it, we were staying at the, expecting to stay at the Hilton. Yeah, but. But I'm like, so do you. I stayed in Wilmer at the Viking Motel for like $25. That's so, what it used to sound yeah. like so you're telling me about. <laughs> so I said, do you want to eat the 80 bucks and just maybe find somewhere else or whatever? And she's like, no, no, it's fine. So I go in, I check in, and I get inside, and everything like, it smells a little cigarette-y, but uh, fresh paint. 
And I get in there, and the lady says, well, for, rewind a little bit. I had called them on, on like, th- Thursday to see if we could check in at, like, 1 o'clock because the wedding was at 2.30. And the lady said, I've got you down for a two-bed smoking room. And I, that's what I thought I heard, but I thought I misheard her because I did not think that hotels had smoking rooms anymore. Yeah, they most certainly do. I did not. You have to specify. I did not know that. Like, most hotels that I stay at, like, the entire hotel is non-smoking. Oh. Like, if you go to a Holiday Inn or anything like that, like, the entire hotel is non-smoking. I don't know who you book through, but I usually go through um, Travelocity, no, Expedia on my app, and I have to click non-smoking, you know, king-size, standard, all that. Really? So, anyway, so then when I went to go check in, she's like, I've got you in a... I've got you in a, in, a, in a smoking room, but I did have a cancellation, so I've got a non-smoking available. Would you like that? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know, great. She's like, it'll cost you $10 more. And I'm like, <laughs> sold. <laughs> what? So Did it become non-smoking last week? Right. <laughs> so we go, so I'm, I pay for the room, and, and it, it, this was like, not even like, okay, we're going to you know put a hold on your card, and we'll run the card tomorrow. It was actually like the, like what some of the bars and stuff had, like the credit card machine, where it ran it and printed out the little slip, and I had to like sign it right away. So that was different. I hadn't seen that in a hotel before. So I go back out, and in the meantime, uh, Bobby and Jacoby had pulled up and parked right next to Chrissy, and I walk out, and like the look on their faces, they had the same kind of like, "Are we gonna die here tonight?" sort of situation. So we grab our bags, we go in, uh, get up to the second floor, and uh, get into the room. And the room was way nicer than than the outward appearance of the hotel made it seem. It still wasn't fantastic, but it was smelled clean, looked clean, uh, checked it for bed bugs and all that, didn't see anything sketchy like that. So it was fine. We went ahead and and, uh, we all got changed, and we went out to the wedding. Um, everything at the wedding was outside from, from the ceremony to the reception to everything. Um, and since it was rainy, they did have a couple tents. They put the tents in the lowest part of the yard. So those got a little sloppy, but overall it was nice. We had some, we had some tremendous, uh, they, they roasted a hog. Um, and then jokes, uh, there was a few, then about 1130. I mean, about the hog, what? You said they roasted a hog. Oh, I got, I got you. I, I, mm, I, I, uh, I, sorry, go I, on. I, I get you go now. <laughs> I thought you meant like for like the wedding party speeches and stuff, where they're good jokes. I'm like, yeah, they were all right. It was wedding speeches. Yeah, they suck. <laughs> Typically, apparently, this one, the brides or the maid of honors, was really good. I didn't hear it because I was over at the bar. Um, but uh, anyway, so we get back to the hotel, and like. At like 11.30, and we decide we're going to catch a cab and go to downtown Faribault. And so Faribault's got a cab company. And they <laughs> so we call the cabbie, and he's like, yeah, you want to go to Grandpa Al's? <laughs> Perfect. Take us to Grandpa Al's. So he shows up. He takes us down. It's like a – so the four of us get in this van – and it's like a five-minute ride, and we get out, and it's 20 bucks, a $20 cab ride in Faribault. We're like, that ain't right, but whatever. We, they got us there. 
So no tip. So then we're going to go into Grandpa Al's, and they want a $10 cover to get into Grandpa Al's. They're working together. We're like, what the hell? And there's a cover band in there. And we're just like, ah, we're not paying 10 bucks for that. So, and the cabbie had told us, like, there's tons of bars down in this area of town. It's, uh, the downtown kind of reminded me of New Orleans downtown. I love New Orleans. Yep. Yeah, it's a great place. So, uh, we walked down the street and found some place called Mary Ann's or Lori Ann's or something Ann's. Um, went in there, and it was, uh, we weren't local. And apparently only locals, because when we walked in, it was like the record screech on TV, just like, and like everybody at the bar turns and looks at us. The touch tunes were unplugged. And you get, I don't know if they even had touch tunes, Um, but everyone kind of looked at us for a minute, and we kind of like looked at the bartender, and he's like, hey, you know, I'll be there for a second. It was kind of like, oh, okay, we're all right, you know. So we hung out there for a while, and that place closed at... uh, at one, and then there was another bar down the street that opened. It was open till two, so we went down there. Regardless, we get back to our to our Craigslist hotel then at uh, two o'clock. The Craigslist hotel. And <laughs> Andy and I decide we're gonna make our way down to the Super America because we're starving. So we the Super America is connected, so that was that was a plus. Um, and. I was like craving a chuck wagon for whatever reason. I had to have a chuck wagon in years. Fortunately, we got the the, the nice lady at uh, at uh, working at the Super America at two thirty in the morning. To she made us a couple pizzas and we took them back to the room. Um, and that was relatively it for the night. We woke up in the morning and uh, throw open the curtain and. Like, out the window of our hotel was, like, the truck or the parking lot for the truck stop with, like, like 50 yards away was, like, this row of trees. And there was this van tucked oddly into, like, the trees. And all I saw was, like, somebody walking across the parking lot in, like, long coat, hood up over their head, kind of looking around like they were, you know up to no good and they walk up to the passenger side of this van that's you know hidden in the woods and they get in so i don't know if i was witnessing a drug deal another craigslist casual encounter or or what but um shortly later then another van pulled in and like (laughs) parked in the next spot over from this other one so apparently like, if you're into illegal activities in Fairbolt, that seems to be the place to go. Whether you're looking for drugs or some side action, apparently that's where you're going. So that's my hot tip that I learned about my, my weekend in Fairbolt. Love it. Love it. That's great. Um, yeah, I got nothing for you. You, I, you wrote down a couple notes. I thought maybe you were going to have a question. Nope. Oh. No. I mean, it sounds like you stayed at, like, the equivalent of the hotel version of restaurant food in yeah. Sanborn. Yeah, right. That's, <laughs> that's basically... There's a place there. I saw it today. I couldn't believe it. Like, it used to be called something, I feel like, but there's an actual cafe that's behind a building, so you can't really see it from the road, and it just says in big letters, restaurant. And then on the other side, it says food. 
In Sanborn, yeah, that's been there forever. What the hell is you that? You just noticed that today? Well, it's behind something. I don't live in Sanborn. It's, I don't get there that often. It's behind the gas station that's been closed for 20 years. Yeah, it's a terrible location. What's it called? What do the locals call it? The Corner Corral. Okay. There we go. That's what I thought. It, yeah. Didn't it used to have a sign that said that? Yeah. Not anymore, though. No, they most of it, they don't. I mean, it just says restaurant. Yeah, I mean, I have my I have not myself been in there in in ten years. We're gonna call this podcast. Good luck finding it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, I haven't been in there in years. Uh, when Colton was young, like yeah. two or three, we went out there for breakfast myself and Chrissy and Colton, and uh, yeah. Never had a reason to go back. Dang it! I we need a breakfast spot. There is here. nothing. There's nothing. Like if we wake up on a Saturday morning and we want to go get breakfast. For example, this last weekend uh, we really didn't have a whole lot going on on Saturday. Um, so we knew we had the podcast party going on that night. But you know, we woke up on Saturday Saturday morning and and uh, I told Chrissy, I'm like, let's go get breakfast. And to go get breakfast, we ended up going to Sioux Falls. Jesus. I mean, that wasn't, we didn't go there solely for breakfast, but we had to do other things too. Like she wanted to go to Target and we wanted to do a couple things. So it's like, well, do you drive an hour and 20 minutes to go to Mankato or do you drive an hour and 40 minutes and go to Sioux Falls? I suppose you're right in that, right in that little area where it's, you're right on the edge of, yeah, Sioux Falls is great though. I mean, I like Sioux Falls. It's uh, a nice town. I wanted to live there for a while. I yeah. tried to get Megan to get her license in Sioux Falls, but she didn't want to. I think she regrets that now. Yeah, well. We tried to live there. At I least, did. At least now you're doing a nice podcast, and you wouldn't be doing a podcast in Sioux Falls. At least not with me. Ah, there you go. That's accurate. <laughs> let's grab, uh, let's refresh the old drinks and take a break here. All right. on my song to play at weird bars list this song was on my play at my funeral list (laughs) (laughs) this is my boxing walk-up song it's not true (laughs) you know what that's a great idea songs to play at my funeral i should make i'm gonna make a playlist but it's two hours long so everyone has to sit there like (laughs) if my funeral is gonna be on a wednesday in harvest time so people are like jesus christ i tried telling a friend of mine that one of the things so um i had some things a few years ago that uh i had a surgery that i was going through and stuff that was kind of Mm -hmm. iffy sketchy uh, we don't need to get into that, but I did. I did kind of plan my funeral just just in case to make it easier for my wife, and not like how weird is that? Well, I didn't know well, you were that. Far. Well, I didn't like go to the nurse, go to the funeral home, and and like sit down with them. But I mean, as far as like what I wanted done, and and like what I you know songs and and this and that, and the one thing that I had said was <laughs> I wanted to be cremated, and I wanted in my will it was it was going to be left that. Uh, I was going to be cremated, and Jacoby was going to have to put my ashes in his pocket 
and then rush the field at Target Field and like <laughs> pull his pants out or like pull his pockets out and like dump my ashes on Target Field. <laughs> and I included bail money. It was going to be part of it for him that there would be bail money there for him to do that. But uh, I, I just a few weeks ago something came up and I texted him. I'm like, I've got something else I've got to add in case I ever die. I told him that I'm going to leave him my Facebook login, my social media account login information. Yeah. And after I die, I want him to continue logging in and posting stuff as if he's me, like posting from beyond the grave. <laughs> and he was a little leery. Like he's, and su- surprisingly, he was like, I don't want to freak out your mom. I don't want to freak out your wife. And I'm like, well, like, what if we put them in on it and like no one else? And he was still kind of like, uh, I, Have you seen? I that? could tell there was some uncertainty in him wanting to do that. There used to be a website called, or there is still, Lame Book. When it was just, it's people sending screenshots. Yeah, of, I've like, seen that. It's hilarious. And one of them, one of the most popular ones, was like, "I miss my uncle so much." Blah blah blah. And then he's like, "I'm here," <laughs> and everyone's like, "Holy shit, are you alive again? What the hell is going on?" And he's like, "Just kidding, you know, it's your cousin." Blah blah blah. Just deleting up his old stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I have never seen that. <laughs> okay, yeah. So we had uh, Pilsner Podcast Ten party this weekend. It was awesome, and, and I have uh, some ideas for party twenty. Well, good. Maybe we'll get some more people there because it was kind of like I predicted. We have five of us there. Yes, but we brought five people into Sandboard's Hot Rods, and we doubled the occupancy there. Yeah, it was... Uh, we walked in, and it was like, there was five people there. We doubled it, man. Yeah. We brought it up. The owner was there. He was so stoked that new people were there that he got wasted. Rod's Rod's a good dude. I mean, yeah. bless his heart. Um, it was a fun time. I, I, I give Rod credit being being the local guy that you know is keeping the local bar open. We got a lot of weird stares from the customers, and then he was like, "What's up, guys?" Yeah, like, ah, friendly guy. I got. I mean, I actually had. I mean, I live three blocks from that bar, and I had two separate people come up to me and give me the whole like, "What the hell are you doing here?" Like, <laughs> you never. One was like, "What are you doing in this bar?" Because you never are in here. And the other one was like, "I never see you out like in bars in general." And I'm like, "Well." You know, yeah, bar scene sucks here. It's Sanborn. It's Southwest Minnesota. Yeah. So I mean, the jukebox music was good, but I think that we played ninety percent of what. Yeah. Nobody was stepping up, so I said I volunteer. Rod, it was Saturday night. Apparently, is free jukebox night at Hot Rods. Mm-hmm. At least that Saturday night was. I still paid for it off my phone because I was embarrassed from some of the songs, that, the goofy songs I was trying yeah. to play. And then he gave you beer because of it. Yeah. Um. We wanted to walk in knowing that people were going to stare at us to Wheeler Walker Jr. So I, I bought five bucks worth of songs on my phone right outside the bar. And I go, wait, wait, wait. And I put on, I, put on, uh, I think it was Eating Pussy and Kicking Ass. <laughs> and we just, I wanted to burst open a door, but the door was propped open. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it was, uh, I mean... Rod, like I said, Rod's a good dude. Rod got a little full. Rod tells some stories. Um, told us that we can host a podcast there, record the podcast there. Whenever, I don't think we'll ever do that, but whenever, that was great. Whenever we want. <laughs> um, but getting all this equipment over there. Um, Does that give me a reason to buy like those black band cases where you stencil 
Um, Pilsner podcast on right, the side. Right, in white stencil. But a lot of them abbreviate, so ours would be PP. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, but no, I, I had a good time. Um, I, I'll i admit, uh, if I hadn't committed to it and told you that I'd be there at about 8.30, I was kind of like, oh, God, I don't feel like going anywhere. I just was wore out. Yeah, guess what? Recorded a podcast that night. My partner was pretty off the rails beforehand, and I didn't want to go to begin with either. We made it. I made it happen because a lot of times I don't want to do this, and then it ends up being like super fun. Oh, you don't like doing this? Occasionally. Oh, okay. Occasionally I'm like... I have so much work to do around the house. I got to do a fucking podcast tonight. Then you do the podcast and you're like, this is awesome. Why did I not want to do this? It's about consistency. (laughs) That's like today I can't walk, but I I made it over here. You busted your back waking up today. Yeah, I got out of bed and, and yeah, I can't, can't stand up straight today. So, um, spent a lot of time in the car and the more time I spend in the car and the more time I spend... I got home from work, and I, I laid on the couch for about an hour and a half thinking, hey, maybe this will help, and, and made it worse. So, um, How great was the guy, um, a cat walks into the bar, like that's only going to happen there. A cat just runs into the bar, freaks out, runs around the bar, and runs back out, and a guy bursts in and goes, I've been chasing pussy all night. Has anybody <laughs> seen that? And then he walks up to the bar, and the bartender goes, Oh, is that your cat? And he's like, Ah, oh, no, I was just kidding. Can I all have a Jack and Coke? <laughs> he turns into all business after screaming in front of a large crowd. That, I've been chasing pussy all night. I'll have a Jack and Coke, please. That, that dude is a character. I mean, he's... Uh, <laughs> it felt like we were on like a TV show. Yeah. Right. <laughs> With everyone that was in that bar. Well, I think that, I think that Life in Sanborn would make a great reality show. I often joke that... I've mentioned on here before that my wife likes to watch Bravo. <laughs> you know, she loves she loves that Real Housewives she loves stuff. Trash television. And 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 you know, I'm gonna put this out there for her because she's gonna listen to this and say I was ripping on her. And honey, I'm not ripping on you for liking them shows. I'm just stating a fact. She likes them shows. They're not my cup of tea, but she likes them. But I constantly tell her that I would love to sit down and watch the Real Housewives of Redwood County. <laughs> <laughs> because it's funny, isn't that weird? All the West Coast, the towns are named county, right? That's weird. So, but I mean, you're right, a reality show based in Tom and Jerry's, yeah, or sorry, Hot Rods, Hot Rods would. I mean, you got so that guy that that was Freddie Big Bear, that was that's that's who came in chasing the cat, great name, um. And then uh, you got Rod, the owner. Uh, you got Jeremiah, the bartender. Was He was great all night. He put up with our shit all night. Um, he called me out when I when I was talking about the Joey Tribbiani being a great hockey player. Uh, and, and Rod was totally buying in. <laughs> yeah. Rod was... Rod was telling us about how you could come on the podcast and be our, our great hockey mind and tell us all about the ho- hockey... And uh, he was talking about how good the Blackhawks are. Oh, yeah. What do you guys talk about? Mostly sports. I love hockey. We hate hockey. Fuck yeah, hockey. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and and he started talking about the Chicago Blackhawks. And I said, yeah. I said, they got that great forward, Joey Tribbiani. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. He, he's really good. He's, he's a great skater. And then Jeremiah says, uh, he's from fucking Friends. Said, yeah. Thanks. Thanks for ruining it. Thanks, pal. Thanks, really Jeremiah. Cool. What, what is, 
Just a nice huddle. I think it was a fumble. We we saw Joe Flacco get his head knocked off. Yeah, we just saw that happen. That's okay. Um, um, Fantasy football. I got a question for you. Hey. Yeah. I got to change my rating on this cream ale. Oh, boy. I don't know. After I went back to drinking the super green from a couple weeks ago again. Yep. Um. Actually, what I'm going to do is I'm going to change my rating of the Super Green from a few weeks ago. I rated it a 7.5. I'm going to bump that up to an 8. After having one of these? Well, just after I've had it a couple times now. I, I, the more I drink it, the more I like it. I was just saying that. You were saying that. Yeah. I'm not calling you an idiot. I'm no, just no, saying. It's just because I never liked craft beer at all. I got really mad like when I went to a concert block party sponsored by Summit, and it was the only thing you could get there. I said, what's the thing you have that tastes most like regular beer? And they go, what's regular beer? Like, because I'm an asshole for saying that. I didn't know. Yeah. And I'm like, like, like McGolden. They're like, oh, here, take our light beer. I tasted it. I'm like, ugh, because it was still like 5% alcohol. But the thing is, 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 is these days you're an asshole for, like, that's the typical, like, white guy like, what is, is it a Saturday Night Live skit? No, you're talking, I know where you're going with this, Atlanta. Atlanta, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Colton was just talking was like, about that with me. What I it, pe- was, it was a, uh, a black guy who is now transracial. Transracial, he's a, so he's he, a th- an 18-year-old high school kid, but he's black, actually. Black, African-American, and he's who actually, identifies as a 35-year-old white man. Yeah. So, like, he's practicing talking as a white man, and he's looking in the mirror saying, what IPAs do you have on tap? Yeah, and then he's, like, walking through, and there's, like, one of his, like, person he knows is getting pat down by the cops, and he goes, officer, he did it. I saw him do it. And the other black guy's like, hey, what the fuck, dude? Like, and he's wearing khakis and a tucked-in polo shirt. But, but, yeah. But, and the Trans-racial. Bra- braided belt. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. But I, uh, I mean, I, I get that because, like, I feel, I kind of feel like that, like a Todd when I go into a bar and I'm like, what IPAs do you have on tap? Or right. what IPAs do you have in general? Right. And uh, they're just like, A, sometimes you get the cool bartenders like, nah, we don't have none of that stuff, sorry. Okay, whatever. But then, like, you get, like, and sometimes you get that bartender that looks at you like, what's an IPA? Mm-hmm. Like, when they're absolutely clueless to it, or or I've had, like, well, we've, we've got a Sam Adams. <laughs> and they bring you like Oktoberfest. <laughs> oh yeah, that, that's not really what I'm looking for, but you know. Um, I've noticed like what I like to do is in these small town bars is if I think of it, walk in and look at the taps beforehand and look in the fridges because a lot of times on their menu cuz you're going to eat at this place like I just went to the Valley or not the Valley, um Duffy's. Yep. In North Redwood and I forgot to look, and I just look at their menu, and I don't see anything cool, so I order a McOlden, and then I look up, and I can see in the bar, like, they have Surly on tap, in the cooler, they have a bunch of different IPAs, I'm like, God, like, it wasn't a drinking thing, I was only going to have one beer, I'm like, yeah. I wasted it, big time, but, like, props on them for having a great selection, but your menu says you have nothing. Yeah, I mean, I get flustered, and I forget to look half the time, and I like you said... I don't want to ask. What do you have for IPAs? I'm like, I'm not going to be that guy. Right, because I, so, um, when I was shooting in the pool league, I always shot out of the Sanborn Legion. And they were always cool about, uh, you know, 
I just when you're when you're going to be there on a regular basis, uh, you're drinking a Summit Saga right now, and that is actually what they always kept in stock for me, um, and it was something they never would have carried. But I said, hey, if I'm going to be here, you know, this is this is what I'd like to drink. Is there any way you can get this? And I gave them a list of like three or four different beers, you know, you know, and and said, you know, these are what I'd like. But if you can get any IPA in, um, you know, I'm cool with that. Uh, and they. And that's what they ended up getting. And, and, you know, now when I'm in there and somebody else comes in and orders it, I'm like, hey, that's mine. Stay the hell out of it. But Yeah, because they really only have a 12-pack here. Right. I mean, <laughs> they literally, like, they've ran out. Yeah. You know, if there's two of us in there drinking it, yeah. they'll run out. So stop drinking it. <laughs> um, you dickhead. Yeah, right. <laughs> It'd be funny if we went in there and like had six of us all order it at once and just see the flush look on like, someone's oh face when they come back with it. Right, but I haven't I haven't been in there now since like last March, so they maybe don't even carry it anymore. I retired yeah. from the pool league and so I don't hang out in bars that much. I really don't. I like I like visiting a tap room or a brewery once in a while to get food and then try an IPA. Yeah, like I don't we'll, like partying in bars. Though. We've gone to the to the shells tap tap room where they do the sour beers star keller we've done that a couple times but otherwise like the only time we like i can tell i'm getting older because we'll go out for dinner and then maybe get a couple drinks before or after but but even then it's like typically like not late nights like hanging out in the bar right late sort of I'm, stuff when i go out i almost almost 100 percent of the time i stay in driving shape yeah, and that's, I'm and I'm home by eleven usually. You know? Yeah, I I am. It's weird. I'm I'm not bragging because I'm not cool for saying any of that. That's lame. But that's just it happened. It clicked yeah, somewhere. It happened. I most of the time I am I am the driver, which I, which I don't mind. Um, and you usually get tipped like crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so like we end up like normally if we're doing something like that, we end up going to New Ulm and we like pub and patio or we like B and L. Uh, over there, and and I'll have a couple beers, and then switch to a, a uh, soda water or something. And we should we should plan start getting it in people's ears. Episode twenty. We need to find a spot. It can be if it's far away. Let's get a bus. There's that dude in Comfrey. He did my wedding. I don't know what it costs. I didn't pay for it. Party bus for like four hours. And his bar hop. Not even that. Just take us somewhere that isn't here. Okay. Like 20 minutes, half hour away. Okay. Sit in a bar, and you pull us at the last possible minute. You say, everybody on. <laughs> we get back on. So we pay him for four hours of time to drive us for 20 minutes, and he can sit there for three hours. Yeah. And then drive us back. Yeah, we could probably find a better way to do that. I mean, it's out there. Yeah, there's ideas. You could, you know, I'm just putting that in your ear right now. If we're going to do that, if we're going to rent a party bus. Might as well be a party limo. You're right. I agree. I would rather, like, bounce around. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. And, like, make use of the bus. The last time I was on a party bus, my cousin Luke puked in the sink. (laughs) That's not what I'm trying to do here. (laughs) I'd like to go to some place, though. Like, when's the Craft Beer Expo? Uh, January. Okay, so we got some time. Um, yeah. Yeah, I want to, I don't know. Is like, there, that's going to, we're looking like that would maybe possibly be, well, episode 10 will be in December, maybe. 20. Or episode 20. 20 will probably be like end of December, first week of January, somewhere in there. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Um, but I, I like I like where you're going with that. So, 
see. You got to get a crew of listeners too to go in on it and just that's just that's what we're doing. Uh, episode twenty. If we do every single week, which has been the plan so far, I don't ep- see. I don't see this slowing down for a while. Episode twenty would be December twenty eighth. That could be an issue with me, so we might have to do that episode early. What are you talking about? December twenty eighth. Yeah, I, I might be preoccupied. I think I already am. On a Thursday night, between Christmas and New Year's. A wedding. I'm a, I'm gonna be traveling way up north. Oh, whose wedding? My old neighbor from growing up. Oh, okay. So. Well, we can make that work. That's what I'm saying. We might have to do a Wednesday night show. Is all I'm saying. That okay? That's fine. That's what I'm getting at. I'm not. So you have, you have leaving. another you have another New Year's weekend wedding. I'm not. Yeah, I know. Two years in a row. Two years in a row. I'm that's not crazy. positive if we're leaving Thursday or Friday. Okay. That's, that's all I'm saying. The wedding's so, on New Year's. So doing so doing the episode twenty party on New Year's would not work out for you. I would love it, but no. Okay. I don't. A New Year's party will never work with me because my in laws put on this like party every year that I have to attend. We recorded at that party. <laughs> it's like a family only thing. I know. And what am I? Chop liver. I'm married to your cousin. Your cousin-in-law. I'm, yeah, I'm a cousin-in-law. I mean, <laughs> how much more family do you need to be to get into this thing? Yeah, I know. Is it is it's that elite, huh? If you could um, give me a good excuse to not go, um. <laughs> recording a <laughs> recording a top selling pot or top rated podcast. You know what? If we get some ratings, I ask for them in the intro. Hey, if you look on our Facebook page, how do we get to that Facebook page? Uh Simple. You go to Facebook and just go in that little search bar at the top of your phone and type in Pilsner Podcast. Okay. And it'll take you right to the page. Give it a like. Click on it. Uh, You'll see that we've got two reviews, and we'd love tons more, but we're averaging a Five-star review. Go ahead and read any of them that you want to and say their names. Shout-outs. Here we go. Uh, let's see. Oh, sorry. So two of the people that gave ratings did not comment, it appears. Thank you. Thank you. But, but We're asking for ratings on iTunes. Anyone who has listened to this through iTunes or Stitcher, um, that'd be great. But there was someone that commented said, this is probably the best podcast I've ever listened to. Listen now. That person is a genius, and you should listen to that person. Is it you? It doesn't matter who it is, Tim. I do know that Andy Jacoby had rated us at one time. Did he retract his rating? Well, it's not showing <laughs> up as commented, but we only had three. We had Andy's, my mom's, and my mo- and mine. <laughs> I know my mom didn't comment. She just gave us a five-star rating. She, my mom did say that we swear too much. I've been working on that. I don't know if you noticed tonight. I only said the F word like ten times. I am working on it, too. Um, your cousin, Robert, also said that he listened to half of the first episode and that we swore too much that he got offended and shut it off. He gets offended by words? Well... I'm so desensitized when it comes to things like words. Like right. I'm not offended by anything anymore. You can say the nastiest stuff and I just I don't get offended unless it's like straight up bullying. Right. 
like everyday conversation. I don't get offended with anything. Right. You can say the c word around me. I'm fine. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't get offended very easily either. I think that's. But in America, and I'm not saying that Robert is that way, but there's so many people in America today that are looking for something to get offended by. It's called recreational outrage. Is that the proper term for it? I think so. Okay. People that, like, you know people, uh, I'm sure in your daily life as I do, that whenever you speak to them, it eventually comes down to them saying, talking and complaining and being upset with something. Yep. Every single time you talk to somebody. Like, of course. I, I know multiple people that are like that, and it's like, you like to be mad. I get it. Yeah. I don't want to be around you because you're always mad. Somebody is always wrong. Somebody is an idiot and you're not an idiot. That's how it always and, is. And I mean, granted, we don't talk politics a whole lot on this on this podcast. We might slightly tonight when that's, I get to this. <laughs> that's fine. But I want to talk about So when we talk about people being offended. So let's talk about people being offended. Let's not talk about politics. Okay. Um at a recent uh I forget what college it was, but it was a college in, in Florida. They have a young Republicans group that invited a... Richard I don't wanna, Spencer? Huh? Spencer? Richard Spencer? No, I don't know if that's who they invited. Is that the, who it was? The Gainesville guy? Mm. I think you're talking about that. The alt-right guy? Yeah, maybe. But but there was some... some I'm not going to call them liberals. I'm going to call them progressives that got offended... Not by the fact of what this guy was coming and saying, but they were offended by the fact that this group existed. Like, that this young Republicans group was existing on campus and having meetings. I don't think you have everything you want to know right about that story. I'm just going by what I heard from Dan Barrero. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go any further into this. Read a little bit about it. Okay. Read about who Richard Spencer is. He's the leader of the alt-right guy. He's the, like the... Um, like he's the guy with the Nazi haircut. You know what I'm talking about? Okay, yeah, I know who he, he is, and right, and right, that. he's a he's a tool. He's the guy who did like he um started. He did like he led the Charleston. Okay, then then we're not talking about the same situation. And there was they, okay, it was a public university in Florida that allows their venues to be rented out by anyone. So it wasn't actually like it was sponsored. Yes, it was like ten thousand dollars to rent out this building or whatever. So any, it's public, right? So that's the idea that what, okay, the we're one, talking about the same story. I know we are. We're just we're both hearing different things. I know we're talking about the same story. Trust me, you, this guy is an asshole. Well, I'm not saying he's not an asshole, but I don't even know if that's who they were talking about then because because the story that I heard was just and maybe they didn't even invite some speaker, but the story that I heard was that people were outraged and offended that a young Republicans group was having a meeting. Like that's the that's the one that I heard it's about. The person they picked. Okay, then we may be, may or not be talking like, about the this same is story. Like the new Hitler. Okay. Like, well, yeah, I know. I know who. Okay. Now that you say that, I know who you're talking about. And yes, he's an asshole and he's a tool. And if we are talking about the same story, I had a different version. The version that I heard was that I did. I like I said, I didn't hear who they for the particular version of the story that I heard. I didn't hear who. They invited. I I heard that this this lady wrote a, a letter to the school because she was offended that how dare they allow a a young Republican group to meet in their public in what should be considered a public space. Right, and if that's the case, it's like if that's really the case, that's absurd. 
that this lady is offended by that. Right. That's absurd. Because because the story that I read about went into how about how this group has been a, a, a student-sponsored group on campus for for tens of dozens of years. You know, they've been around forever, going back to the Alex P. Keaton, you know, young Republican sort of thing. And, and this lady wasn't so much offended by what this group was doing or what they were saying, and she probably was, but her biggest gripe was just the fact that how dare the college let this group meet and have meetings? Like, it's offensive. Like, just the fact that, that these kids were Republicans to her and meeting, she was offended by that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, That's crazy. So if that's the same story that you heard about, I just, I just heard a different... I'm pretty sure. I mean, it's in Florida and all that. It's it's yeah. worth thinking of the same thing. It's just um. It's just that young liberals need to just just slow your roll just a little bit, like the like the super duper like liberal, and they're always offended by everything. Well, and like here's my dude. You gotta get up on the use your microphone voice. Well, I feel like I was getting some feedback. That's why I was backing off a little bit. No, you want to be right here. Okay, right up on your face. So I think that it's like. Okay, I was so dumb. Like, I was aware of like when I was twenty one, how I'm like. Uh, I everyone around me thinks they have everything figured out, and I know I don't because I'm too young to know that. And it, I'm finally to a point now where it's like. I, I'm starting to like have things figured out, and I'm pretty confident that I'm right. But the people around me when I was twenty one, they were just like, "We need to be outraged. We need to be offended, and all that." It's like. At everything, like, you just take things out of context. Like, not everything has to come from, like, Trevor Noah and John Oliver. Like, you don't need to take that to heart. Like, believe me, like, I'm pretty left when it comes to most things. But occasionally it's like, you guys, we sound like a bunch of bitches. Mm-hmm. We're always mad and we're always upset and we're always offended. Just cool it a little bit. Grow a little balls. Like, we don't need to be upset with every single thing. Like, it's so stupid. Do you think some of that has to do with the, like what I call the soccer mom mentality, where where some of these kids that are these are these, I don't I've I've come to the conclusion that I'm not going to refer to them as liberals because there there's a difference between being liberal minded and being these, I guess what I've been referring to lately as the the super progressives that are literally feelings hurt and offended by everything, I think that's, and I could be wrong, tell me if I'm wrong, but I kind of blame that on the, the, the soccer mom mentality where these kids never lost. Right. They grew up, everything was a tie. Participation awards, here Participation we go. awards. Don't keep score. Here's your orange wedges. We don't keep score. Get in the minivan. We're going to Dairy Queen. Everybody wins. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of that, the the whiny always offended attitude comes from that because these kids never learn that sometimes life isn't fair, you know it's just the way it is. Give me my hand out. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So in my mind, and I had this discussion with my wife the other day. I think that like that in the political world now you've got the you've got the progressives that are way over to the super far left, and they're the people that are the Bill Mars. Right. And then you've got your liberals that are are they're they're left of center, but they're not way over there. And then you've got your libertarians who are right in the middle. And then you've got your your the conservatives who are a little bit right of center. 
And then you've got your Tea Partiers who are a little bit further right, but then you've got your alt-right that's way over there. So I think breaking down, you know, and just looking at, at people as, as either left or right is can't be done anymore because there's so many subdivisions of each side. I know people that are that are left of the aisle, but they're not like crazy left of the aisle. Just like I know people that are right of the aisle, but they're not crazy right of the aisle. I do know a lot of people that are crazy right of the aisle and the people that are a lot of crazy left. I mean, I know people on the far ends and I know people in the middle. So to me, to just categorize them as you're either left or you're right and there's no in-between is crazy. But there's a lot of people that think that way. Um, for instance, we... Um, I am a very middle-of-the-road person. I consider myself a libertarian. Um, and there have been instances where I have disagreed with somebody, um, whether it's a Republican or a Democrat or whichever way they feel, whichever the topic, you know. Um, I consider myself socially liberal, conser- uh, financially conservative. It's kind of the way I feel about myself and my political feelings. Um, so there's some social issues that I that I am a little more I'm a little more left on, and I find myself that if I am public about that opinion on that, um, I mean I get called a snowflake, and then three days later there's another topic, and the left is calling me a Nazi. You know, you know, mm-hmm. there's there's no gray area for some of these people that you're either going to be one or the other. You can't be. I guess, for lack of a better way to put it, I consider myself to have more common sense than a large majority of people because I can look at things from both sides and be like, okay, this is why this makes sense and, and this is why this be. doesn't make sense. You have to be, especially for where you live right. because this is a very right area. Right. And to have a left view is, you know, it, it's out of the question. You can't do that. But to have common sense is you got to look at it from both sides. But I don't know. What I see, what the big picture is, it comes down to is that a two-party system is a flawed system because I, I agree everybody picks a team and yep. everybody's on a team. And even if you like some of the parts of the other team, you can't admit that. So you got to say they're wrong no matter what. Yep. And, that, and it's caused nothing but like controversy. Like, you know, like we have this like this net neutrality thing that I want to bring up later tonight. It It's only because Obama endorsed it that it's getting reversed and it's going to fuck over a lot of people whether they think so or not. Um, I don't know, like gay marriage was pushed forward through by like a lot of left side people and right side people, they don't agree with it because, you know, morally it's right is a lot more Christian and left is a lot more like, well, well, let's treat this like government, separate church from state. Yeah. You know, and that, I don't know. So. But I mean, just to go into something as simple as the whole kneeling situation that went on a few weeks ago in the NFL, because I put on Facebook that that I stand for the flag. I take my hat off. I stand for the flag. I'm respectful of it because that's the way I was raised, and that's what I choose to do. That's what I teach my kids to do. But when I said I understand why the players are doing this, and I understand that, that they have a constitutional right to do it, uh, I lost six Facebook friends that day. People like just flat out unfriended me because they – disagreed with my opinion and yeah. they called me a snowflake did, did they comment or did they just delete uh a few of them actually like commented that they were unfriending me and told me they were going to do it can't be friends with you if that's your opinion 
Because you, okay, can't, you can't be pissed at the ones that just say, See you, John Rogatsky. <laughs> you can't be pissed at the ones that are just like, See it without telling you. That's a peaceful way to leave, too. Yeah. You know, you can't be mad at those people. Because that's exactly what you're saying. Right. You can't be mad at the people who are kneeling for the flag because you understand why they're doing it. Right. It's not It's not about the flag and it's not about the military. It, you know, it's about the civil unjust that a lot of black people feel like. Right. In this country, and, which we will never understand. And I think, I think people don't understand, too, is that Colin Kaepernick doesn't feel like he's being unjustly treated by the police. Right. You know, and that's what people like seem to think like, oh, he thinks he's mistreated. No. He's using his platform as a as a quote unquote famous person with a platform to bring attention to it for the people that can't bring it bring the attention to them themselves. Right. Um I need to like learn more about I want to hear interviews with him. I don't know anything about him other I mean, than that what you just said. He's which I'm okay with that. But I need to, like, hear, like, podcasts with him. Okay, so I agree somewhat with his position. And then when all these other, when all, I, I guess I shouldn't even say that. I don't know if I agree with Colin Kaepernick per se. I agree with all these other uh, players that started doing it more as a reaction to comments by our president. Right. Um, like we said a couple weeks ago, six people were doing it before the president went out and said... And called them sons of bitches. Right. And then the next week, almost every player, white and black, was doing it. Was if he would have just left it alone, yep. this we wouldn't be talking about it. It would be done. We'd have been like, oh, that's right. Colin Kaepernick did that last year. Colin Kaepernick, and I'm not a, a highly educated on the Colin Kaepernick thing, but I do know that he has made some poor choices when it comes to, like, um, he's a Fidel Castro supporter. Like he didn't realize. Like really? Yeah. Like that's he, why I just said I need to know more. Yeah. About I him. mean, he, I'm he's, glad I didn't he, just say he's the best. No, no. <laughs> as far as his like political ideas and and stuff, he's a little he's a little out there. Um, but like I said, I I get I get, I get where he feels he's coming from, and I understand that that he's got a right to do that. Um. But I don't necessarily agree 100% that with him as, you know. I, I'll admit that there's some weird things going on with the, with the police force and, and maybe things aren't quite as, as equal as, as people living in southwest Minnesota like to think. Um, I don't live in an area where I see it every day. A lot of the people that I'm friends with on Facebook, I'm going to say this right now, you guys don't see it every day, so maybe it's different than what we see here in southwest Minnesota. I'm not saying it's not. Um, but I've seen some comments and some interviews and some things that Colin Kaepernick has said in different interviews, and, and it kind of like, it's just, it makes me shake my head. Like, he, there's some things that he just, he's too far to Didn't avoid. he have something like, I want to see a change, and they go, change in what? I just I need to see a change. Like right. he didn't have he just wasn't he went ahead and did it before he had his full uh right. his whole campaign ready to go. Right. He just started doing it with just a simple idea. He didn't he wasn't ready, you know. Yeah. And if you do something like that, it's like you know you're gonna get attention. Yeah, I mean Jacoby wanted to get into it a couple weeks ago when he was here, you know, people he thinks that that uh You speaking for him? I'm not speaking for him. Okay. But he accused me of of 
you know, thinking that Colin Kaepernick didn't have a job because of payroll or whatever. And I think that's right. I mean, I, I, I don't think that the reason Colin Kaepernick, I don't believe he doesn't have a job because of his political stance. I think he doesn't have a job because of his talent level. At this point, though, some of the teams, I'm starting to wonder. Um, look at the – who are we thinking of? Um, the Packers. No, not well, that's never gonna happen. You put that guy in Wisconsin. Are you? He's kidding from. Me? New, he's from Wisconsin. Is he? Yeah. Uh, well, they don't like him. You know the type of people that Wisconsin people are. But I was thinking. Um, so speaking of Wisconsin people, Miami. That's after Cutler got hurt. Yeah, but would you rather have Jake Cutler? Or would you rather have? Oh, after Cutler got hurt. So like just this week. Yeah, and then. Yeah. Um, oh man, fuck! I'm. I'm trying to pull from this rant but, I saw Michael Rappaport do on Twitter. <laughs> it's about him. But one of the things that I read about, like when we were talking about Kaepernick being the, you know, pro Fidel Castro, Miami's a huge Cuban, has a huge Cuban population. Yeah, but they they aren't in Cuba. But they have a huge Cuban population. But they left Cuba. Right. You get what I'm saying. Right. So they're, the people in Miami are anti-Cuba, mm-hmm. anti-Fidel Castro. Oh, so yeah. And so he's pro-Fidel Castro. You're like, yeah, you're arguing my point, dude. Right, exactly. Yeah, sorry, so, I thought you were trying to say. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's part of the reason why, like, the fan base would have there. Well, look at the score now. It's 20 zip on Miami right now, and Baltimore sucks. Yep. It's like, they need a quarterback. Matt Moore is playing quarterback for, for the uh, Dolphins tonight. All right. I can't go on any longer. Hang on, man. Okay. We're back at 7.34 in the a.m. Traffic is fine or terrible. Not sure. Weather is great or bad. Not sure. It's supposed to snow tonight. The earliest people will hear this is Friday. <laughs> it may have snowed last night. <laughs> I love playing radio. Okay, let's get into... Um, I wanted to say a few things about net neutrality. I just want to make people aware of what it is. Uh, um, no, don't live this. Don't Facebook live this. This is a terrible topic. Let's go back to the left versus right Kaepernick battle. <laughs> oh, you want to talk Kaepernick some more. While you're Facebook living this. <laughs> anyway, just doing the weekly plug for the podcast. Uh, go out to iTunes, go out to Stitcher, go out to SoundCloud and subscribe and give us a rating. Um, tell us what you think. Hopefully it's five-star radio. Unless you think we swear too much, then obviously. It's four-star radio. Then it's four-star radio. But, uh. This will be up hopefully tomorrow night. Um, we got uh, we talked some hot topics. We talked a little tables, ladders, and chairs. We talked a little uh, uh, Colin Kaepernick, and we talked some Vikings football, and we talked about uh, Castle Danger Brewing Cream or Castle Cream Ale. Gave it some hot ratings. So, um, yeah, go out to iTunes, go out to Stitcher, go out to SoundCloud. Find us at uh, Once in a Fortnight Podcast Network, Pilsner Podcast, and hit that subscribe button. Peace.
Okay, are you done with that? We gotta do that shit when we're off air. Why is that? Dude, I was talking, and then all of a sudden, you're like, yeah, you're on video. Yeah. You said you want to put it up on the wall and live stream the whole thing sometime. Which would be okay. I think it would be fine. Because you'd forget it's up there. No, it's not that. It's just, you don't want to put this one topic we're talking about, which is going to be a boring one. I gotcha. You, you do the exciting ones if you're going to do any of them. I gotcha. Um, anyway. Okay, so I wanted to speak about net neutrality a little bit. Do you know what that is? Uh, I've heard the term, not 100%. For our listeners that might not be so certain about what it is, why don't you explain it? So basically, it's the idea that all internet service providers will not limit anything like specific to your to you, basically. So let me give you a hypothetical. Like, um, The government can't get in the way of what you're looking up. The government can't block a website here. We have free open internet, right? Well, now there's Okay, some- as an example then, my my I have a cousin that lives in Saudi Arabia and the websites that she has access to are somewhat limited. Okay. Yeah, very probably Like if has, you lived she, in North Korea, you can't go on Facebook. Unless you have a tour there's a whole thing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um the idea here is that we have net neutrality and basically the idea is that we're trying to get to be where the internet is a public utility, and it should be because it's used every single day. I don't even use my heat every day. You know what I mean? Um, well, I guess that's not a public utility. That's a bad example. Anyways, so let me explain it like this. Okay, let's say that if we take away net neutrality, let's do a local level here. New Telecom could... They could partner with Hulu and say, we're going to bundle up a package where you guys get Hulu streaming for free if you buy your internet from us. Okay, I'll do that. Great. Now I go to Netflix with my new telecom internet. Well, they can slow the Netflix speed if they want to. To force you to go to Hulu. Not even. It's just, well, yeah, that's the idea. But it's just, um, they could potentially, like internet service providers could block websites from you just all together like say you wanted to visit Facebook they could say you don't have access to Facebook with this tier if you want you can get Facebook for an extra five dollars a month on your internet provider or on your internet plan Sorry. so what you're saying sounds like bullshit basically and I think because we've had these net neutrality laws with this I'm going to butcher, like, the whole thing, but I think they've been around since 2003. Like, we're going to keep the internet open and just wide open, like, how it should be. Um, now, ISPs, they're just, they're just completely getting rid of net neutrality. This new administration is, um, the FCC chairman is like, yeah, we're getting rid of it. I think it has to do with because President Obama was the first person to come out and endorse net neutrality and say, like, let's do it, like, Let's try to make the internet a public utility. And I think because his name is on it, they're really attacking it. We're going to know more in Thanksgiving if they're going to go. That's what they said. There's like a Thanksgiving session. We're going to find out if um, they're going to go through with getting rid of it. But so far, a lot of things have passed to get rid of it. Um, Another thing that would really suck is that they could now, in theory, like cap your internet like they do a cell phone plan. So you could have like, like cap the amount of data, like you have to buy a data plan, right? And nobody knows about this, and nobody like no mainstream media is reporting this, and it's really frustrating because it could affect basically everyone. Like, everyone, because 
I mean, even just talk about capping your data. Because what do you do with your cell phone when you're at home? You connect to your Wi-Fi. If, yeah, if you don't have an unlimited plan, absolutely. Right. Like, uh, my wife does not have an unlimited plan, and I do. I put on hotspot when we're in the car. Yep. So she can do whatever she wants to do, and it's not costing her because she only has, like, four gigs a month. Right. So I have, like, a free hotspot for, like, 15 gigs or whatever. I just throw it on there. So she ne- So she's on Wi-Fi. It's, like, it's so stupid. I wish there was a way we could stop this, but I don't think there is. Like, we're just, we're outnumbered. No one reported it. No, like. I lobbied, like, I called, you know, left messages with secretaries. There's yeah. not much more you can do. I've done that for political issues in the past. and it, This is really the one I care about the most. It, it could affect our podcast, even, if it, you think it, about yeah, it. It could affect our podcast. It's going to, I mean, if it gets to the point, like you said, where, where Internet companies will basically say, well, on this tier of Internet, you're not going to be allowed to access Google. Right. Exactly. But if you buy this next tier, then you're going to be, you know, then it basically turns into cable packages where, you know, oh, well, you don't get, you know, HBO. You have to pay more to get HBO. And you'll just start paying more to get access to the websites that you want to use. Um, and I'll be damned if I'm going to go back to using Yahoo because it's available on the lowest tier as a search engine. Or Ask Jeeves or something or, <laughs> or, or Alta Vista. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it, it's really stupid. Um, I wish we would have talked about this earlier. I had a lot stronger points back then, I feel like, at the beginning of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it is something I care about a lot. Um, I know John Oliver did a really brilliant piece on it. The New York Times is covering it like a blanket. It's coming in. Um. They voted on, I think they voted to push it, the official vote today back to, they pushed it back to Thanksgiving, so we're going to know more then. I wanted to bring it up, to, but, but like, as I re, was researching for the show, I was like, oh, they pushed the official vote back. Okay, never mind, I don't have a full show, a full thing to talk about yeah. with this, but yeah, um, yeah, we need net neutrality, let's just say that. Well, we don't want to be China. Keep us posted. Yeah, we don't want, uh, I was going to say North Korea. Yeah, well, we <laughs> Okay, yeah, they would both suck. <laughs> uh, should we talk about this beer quick before sure, we go? Sure, yeah, we 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 we're we doing, cracked a new beer. Cracked a new beer. This is uh, uh the back reach over there. Uh, this is Kick the Can India Pale Ale. Uh, this one is from Take Sixteen Beer, um, out of Laverne, Minnesota. Is that where it came from, huh? Yes. Shout out to Laverne, Minnesota. Take 16 Brewing Company. Fargo Season 2. Subtle malt sweetness accompanied by citrusy American hops. Notes of grapefruit, citrus, zest, and pine are followed by firm bitterness. Awesome. They've got a website, uh, take16beer.com. The can rating is is okay. It's a cowboy boot kick in a can. I get it. Um, I feel like that's just like an ode to... Night games. Yep. Basically. They probably got a, like a, in this winter, they're going to come up with like a, a jailbreak. I was just going to say stout. jailbreak, yeah. Yeah. Or any, any over. Bloody Mary. <laughs> They'll have like a, like a Clamato type thing, and it's going to be called the Bloody Mary. We're probably, if we link this to them, they're going to be like, oh my God, you guys, meeting, they're meeting. Gonna, they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna hire us for their marketing. They've got a Red Rover. <laughs> A red Rover beer. That'll be like a red Pilsner or red ale. It'll be great. They got to sneak back in. <laughs> <laughs> I was, um, yeah, how is it? What do you think? I've had it before. I love it. It's, uh, it's very good. 
It's the bitterness for sure. No, yep. no citrus. I don't taste the citrus yeah, I, at all. Yeah, I don't pick up any citrus at all, which is I find odd because the can talked about grapefruit, but I still like it. Um, I would give it a solid... Not going to lie, I like the Super Green a little better, but... Yeah, um, they're different beers, though. They're different. Um, I mean, for me, the hoppier, the better. I agree. That's um, why I love IPAs. Um I would give this a seven point seven point eight. You sound like a snake. Uh, I'd go eight. You go eight, huh? Yeah, I'd go eight. Um, it's good enough. You give me this. It's a regular IPA. That's 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 what I base it on. That's all it is. It's a regular IPA. It's not a citrus IPA, even though it kind of says it is. It tastes like a regular IPA. It's not like I don't know. It's bitter. It. Got a lot of booze in it. <laughs> that is true. What is the ABV? But yeah, it takes six, six point nine is the ABV on there. It's got the cool cans too. In that, I noticed the brewery Mankato Brewery like wraps theirs. This one's a normal can they printed on there from the. Is it the Bell or the Ball can company that like does everything? Do you know what I'm talking about? Let me see that can. I don't know what you're talking about. This company right here. Ball. You see this logo on a lot of beverages. They, like, have a monopoly or something of can printing. See that right here? Okay. This, this yeah, one, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where my thumb is? Yep. Yeah, they print everything. Sodas and all that. I Googled them one time. Maybe they've got the market on, uh, on uh, making cans. Making, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I just said. Yeah, I know. I was just repeating it. <laughs> How's your phone? I'm. This is tough without you. <laughs> keep talking. I'm. I'm tweeting out the my my uh my talk to Mike and everybody else. Be quiet is not as good as yours is at this moment. I'm. Oh, I see a typo here. Should be a capital D on dangerously good ales. There you go. Way to way to call them out. Um, no, I really like it. Um, I would drink this. I, this is a beer that I would keep in my fridge and, and to me, that's, that's the rating of a good beer is, is what am I, am I going to keep it and, and would I have it in my fridge and drink it? And in this one, I would say, yeah, I would. That's yeah. my thoughts on it. I'm loving it. This podcast is McDonald's. <laughs> it is McDonald's. I'm loving it. All right. On, on that note. Uh, some housekeeping. Yes. We got some Twitter handles we'd like you to follow. Oh, you got one more thing? Ooh, fantasy football question for you? Sure. Did we get this out already? No. Okay. Um, yeah, we teased that a long time ago. My, I'm in a fantasy football league with you that you're the commissioner of. We have 14, 12 people in the league? 12 people. 12 people used to be 14. Or is it down to 10? I'm pretty sure it's 12. Or is it 12 now? Okay. Regardless, you have us in divisions right? Yes. What is the advantage of that? Of having divisions as opposed to just... A list. Um, I don't know if there's really an advantage. It's more just a preference. I, I gotta say, this year I'm not a fan because I noticed I wanted to change my team name to the Toe Crushers when I played Colton, and I don't play Colton at all this year. Because you play everybody in your division twice and you're only going to play a couple other... Yeah, I mean, I guess the reason we did that is more so 
Was it requested? No, that, that this league since I mean has has always been that way. Okay, since you know the inception, and I guess kind of the reason that I do that is, for instance, this season. Um, there's a little I to me I've noticed that there's a little bit of a imbalance in the league. The one division, the teams are are a little bit better than the other division. I'm one of the bad teams. No, I I am. I'm not. That's not what you're saying. But I am. I okay. understand what you're saying. Um. So when you have, say, if you just have twelve teams in the division, you're just going to take the top six teams into the into the playoffs. Um. If you do a division, if you've got you know, the four best teams in one division, well, at least you're going to have some teams from that other division. I think it just kind of makes things a little more interesting uh, as far as making the playoffs and bracketing out and stuff like that. Okay. Um, and, and, and I don't, you know, so as far as is there an advantage? No, I just think it's a... Uh, it's just how you've always done it. It's just, yeah. And I, I mean, hate to be player who tells commissioner, why do you do it this way? My other league does it. I don't want to be I that mean, guy. I'm I just play, wondering I what play, I play in one league that has, uh, I think, so I play in another one that has two divisions. I have been four fantasy leagues. Um, three of them have divisions. Um, one is, is just a straight league where it's teams 1 through 12 all in a list. Um, my... One of my, my, my keeper league that I'm in where we do the auction draft, that one actually has, I'm, I'm looking here, um, that one actually has four divisions. So we have 16 teams in that league, and we have four four-division leagues, or four four-team divisions. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. Um, and, and, I mean, for instance, I mean, we've got one team that's 7-0, and um, but then, like, I'm three and four, and I'm in second place in my division. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, I don't have to. I don't have to pass five other teams, four other teams to make the playoffs. I have to catch that one team ahead of me to mm-hmm. to make the playoffs. Um, so you know, I mean, it just I mean, why did why did Major League Baseball go from you know, from two division or two two leagues to you know? Four divisions to now six divisions. I don't know, Corey. I'm uh, just saying. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's the evolution. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I just was clearing that up because yeah. I, I, I'm i in uh, two other leagues and we don't do divisions. I was just curious if there was like one of them might run. So that's another reason why yeah. I was wondering, is there an advantage or a disadvantage? I mean, I don't think that's so. That's all I was wondering. I mean. I wasn't complaining if, if, if that's the, what. If the, listener, if the listeners, you know, think that there's an advantage, they can tweet at us and tell us. But I, I personally, I, to me, it's more of just a preference thing, how you set the league up. Um, I mean, there's all sorts of things. I mean, we, in our league that we're in, we get points for kick and punt returns. Well, a lot mm-hmm. of leagues, most leagues don't do that. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That's yep. default settings. Yep. They don't. We set it up that way because we had, um, you know, we used to have 14 teams, so we just thought to make the depth a little deeper if you give. So, I mean, like. Uh, Who's the we when you're discussing this? Because I was never in on these meetings, and I was in it when it was a 14-team league getting 14th out of 14. Um, <laughs> you got a you gotta well, committee. I mean, to that, le- that league has been around for a long time. You got a lot of people come and go. Yeah. Yeah. 
I feel like I've been in it for like four or five years. Yeah, you've been in it for a long. I mean, you not you, that long, but like four or five years. The, the current there. version of it, I mean, you've definitely um, like if you go in the league history, it only goes back to about the time when you started. I think we started it. Oh nine, I think was as my far, first year. As far as like on the online presence of it, um, we started new. But I I started like that league. I duplicated a previous league that I'd been the commissioner of with a lot of the same people, and then restarted it on on, on Yahoo. Um, one more thing I want to do before we wrap this up. You were saying before you're in another league with an auction draft, mm-hmm. and I started a rookie league this year. Uh, just so I can feel good about myself. And I'm actually only getting third place out of eight. Uh, first place is a 10-year-old. Okay. Second place is my wife. Uh, not a great house right now. Um, uh, we have eight people in it. We're probably next year we'll have ten. Auction draft, fun, keeper league, fun. I'm. I, this is the one I want to experiment with. Um, so I'm in two leagues that have a lot of keepers. Um, I'm in is one. That three people you get to keep? Well... Three. So, so in my in my auction draft, we can keep three people. Uh huh. Oh, that's the the furnace right there. Oh, okay. Um, so, in my auction draft, we can keep three people. So, in the auction draft, we have a budget of two hundred. Yeah, let's just I don't remember offhand, but let's just say two hundred of you know obviously play money. You know that's not like what yes. we pay. We don't pay two hundred dollars. No, real no, I money. know what you mean. I know how it works. I'm just right. is it fun? Is it yeah? It is um, more than a regular because I want to make this one. It's my it's more strategic when it comes to drafting than just hoping that you fall in the right spot in the snake draft. Mm-hmm. Um, you know you've got to use that. Um, Obviously, you need to distribute your money wisely. I mean, ideally, you don't want to end up with any money left over because you're optimizing your dollars. Um, there's, But there's also that strategy of, you know, I want to make you spend more on this player that I don't necessarily want, but I'm going to try and bid you up on him to get you to spend your money yeah. so that you don't have that money to spend later when it comes to a player that I do want. I think there's some of that... Um, and there's some, so there's some determining, you know, what a player's true value is worth as compared to others, and and op, like basically optimizing your dollar value. Um, and then in that one, there's there's uh, escalating contracts. Then so if I draft a player, so if I pay if I pay, you know, let's say five dollars for a player this year, um, I can keep him next year at five dollars again, but then the following year it goes up to seven. So it goes up two dollars, and then the following year after that it goes up four dollars. Then it goes up to eleven. And then the following year after that it goes up to eight dollars. So it's nineteen. And then the following year after that it goes up sixteen dollars. So it's up to thirty-five dollars. So you're really starting your budget out at at the beginning of the second auction draft year. Like it starts with two hundred. Yeah, like but really you have a hundred and twenty-five dollars to work because with. Because then you've got like well, then we get a hundred dollars in free agency money to work with too. Okay. Um, for picking up free agents, but oh wait, because I thought it was just you draft your team auction style and then you load them into the computer and then it's just regular free agent waivers market for the rest of the year. No, then you we've got a free agent budget, so we have to bid on free agents also. Then throughout the Does year, does Yahoo do that? Uh, we use ESPN for that one. Oh Jesus, I'm not going to be able to convince these people to use another league. It was tough. We had so to, we had to do. But it. I would imagine that Yahoo would do it also. So like so we got so. So, for instance, I mean, uh, 
when Cohen had that big week for the Bears in week one. Um, somebody went out and paid $51 for him and spent over half their free agency budget after week one to get that running back. Um, you know. Everybody was happy with, yeah, him, I mean, with that guy. I mean, I tell girl. you, I mean, I don't think I have a lot of like strategies that are super secret, but I don't want to share. Like, I got a couple little tricks that I like to use that I'd tell you off air just in case any of our, like, especially a couple things that I have in mind that I want to do yet this year that uh, right. I don't want any. If any of the people in the league are listening, I don't want to give it away. You know, I'm just, I was sick of the basic serpentine drafts where yeah. all you do is. Just you draft it, you keep them, you get a new team next year. I and I hear about all these. Other and then options. I have I have another league that we do have. A, it's a it's kind of a keeper league. We can keep one person, but it has to be somebody that we drafted in leagues ten through or in rounds ten through sixteen the previous year, and you had to have kept them the whole year. Interesting. So that really. So you can basically do whatever you want because this year, like I was saying, we did the rookie league and it was intimidating because to some people because it was their first year playing fantasy football. Yeah. So I sprung it on them one day and I brought an actual board out and I printed off the league list of players. Yeah. I made multiple copies for everyone. I just we're making a fantasy football league, and then I went as far as to make um, Yahoo profiles for everyone yeah i created i did that at one point for a fantasy league that the I league that them. we're in now that's how it started was i went and created yahoo fantasy profiles for like a bunch of the other people in the league and got that thing going yeah and now if these people forget their i don't have it written down it's going to be a huge hassle next yeah year. like i remember like and this was pre-texting days so i remember like calling my friends and saying and uh this is your this is your Yahoo ID. You need to sign in with this, and this is your password. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, I kept that stuff because then they would call me on like Sunday and be like, "I'm not by a computer," and yep. then, this is who this is the change I want. So then I would go in and log in as them and make the changes, and it just got to be a pain in the ass. My old neighbor, uh, growing up, my neighbor, he was he's been in the league for thirty some years, and it was newspapers and calling, yep. answering machines, and. Yep. Like yeah, that, he's been in one forever. Like a guy, a, a Fairfax league. A guy that I work with was telling me that he's been in his same fantasy league since 1986. That's that's like no one's gonna leave that. Yeah, that's so cool. Like I don't want to leave the league. I'm any leagues that I'm in right yep. now, just because I built up stocks since like yours. I think my profile goes. Yours was the first I I played in. Yeah, goes back to '09, and it shows if you go into my profile, it's like winning percentage. It's like you know, it's minimal, terrible. It's like. Eight percent or nine percent. Like, <laughs> like Trap's got a good team every year. Like I don't know who that is. Which team uh, is that? A hole pounders. <sighs> He's got a good team every year. Uh, Bobby and Jacoby each had good teams for a couple years. A hole pounders. Every time I see that pop up on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> but then you got teams like uh, uh, the Todd Squad. Berenstein Bears are always terrible. Yeah. So he changed it to the V to the Beaver and tried to revamp himself. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Which we play each other this we week. We play each other this week, and I think I'm, I'm going to lose. I'm projected to win by like 40 points, so. My team's freaking awful. I know. I was going to offer you a trade, but you really don't have anybody I want, so no offense. So uh, we got a Facebook page this week. If you haven't already, go out and find uh, the Pilsner Podcast Facebook page and give us a like, give us a rating. Uh, but really, fuck Facebook. Exactly. That's my our, motto this whole time. But go our, on. We yep. have a Facebook now. That's okay. Yep. Uh, there's a stellar uh, picture of Tim and I from the from the 
From the Pilsner Podcast 10th episode party at Hot Rods. Hot Rods, which when I saw that picture, I immediately texted Corey and said, dude, we got to come up with like a weight loss challenge idea for this. Yeah. And you didn't say anything back. And I'm like, no, I said, okay. He didn't get it. Anyway, so we took that picture. That was when the uh, when I saw me, I'm like, holy crap! The Yankees dude, got the hideous. Yankees got knocked out of the playoffs, and I was excited. And Tim was like, "There's baseball." Um, <laughs> so we had to okay, let's try to recreate that yeah. picture time. <laughs> and uh, thanks to Matt or Mike Sargent for taking that photo. Um, anyway, find us on Twitter at uh, OIFN Pod. At Pilsner Podcast. At Pilsner Podcast. I at- am at T. Hillisheim. My co-host, as always, is at Corey Jensen. And anybody else we put in the description, follow them too. Yeah. And uh, otherwise, we'll find you or find us tomorrow night. Or I guess it already you've already found us, but edit that out. All right. We will see you folks later. If rain was a color to paint on you, your heart would be the color blue.